Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. A little bit more of a depressing vibe, but uh, like the devil said, you can't lose in six. If or you can't win, bro, in six. bro Johnny, I got news for you, dude. Don't what? don't pun ever again. Since you fucking yeah. started, we've lost two straight. <laughs> just just shut up and keep. I've jinxed everything. Yeah. No puns. No puns. Uh, Rangers I guess, six. That's it. That's yeah. It. I mean. I, I said my piece on, on Twitter yesterday. I posted that video. You reenact it for us? What? What? I'm not going to reenact it, but I could, I could plug it in the episode if you guys want that, which I doubt you do. Uh, yeah. But, Cody, yeah, let, let's hear it. You're, you're the fucking jinx, man. You came to game four, and they sucked. First of all, I'm the Mr. fucking I'm eight no in the last I was eight no last game, games. okay? And, yeah. and it's not my fucking fault those little cheapos decided not to give us T-shirts, and that's what fucking made us lose, okay? They decided to give us bracelets that break after three minutes. I sat down in my seat, and my bracelet <laughs> was already like four rows in front of me on the floor somewhere, okay? So maybe <laughs> the Rangers shelled out a little fucking dough for the boys, especially for families spending $400 on 200-level seats like myself and hard workers. It would be nice. You're so rich. For, it would be nice for a little fucking appreciation to get, you know, a T-shirt. That's all I'm saying. Game six, maybe. I'm not going to game six, so that doesn't help me. Fuck, Why don't fuck you buy some tickets? Me. Because I'm I'm never spending money on the Rangers again. I'm done. Okay. Well, Avery is really quiet over there. I know he's uh down in the dumps right now, but what's your vibe? <laughs> yeah, at a yeah Johnny, I'm thrilled. I'm so happy that we're <laughs> that we just lost two at home. <laughs> So happy. I actually, oh, wait, Avery, you'll appreciate this. A kid came up to me at the garden the other night and screamed like, yo, where's Avery? And I was like, I don't know. And his seats probably. <laughs> I was in my seats. Yep. Watching yeah. that. Yeah. Um, no, it, it hasn't been great. You obviously don't want to lose two at home, but happens. And now we're here. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'll just say it now. You know, another spin zone. The devil, the devils now have all the pressure. The road team has won every game. And game five is in Jersey. And if the Devils blow this opportunity to win at home, guess what? Rangers coming home up three to two with the chance to close it out at home ice. We said Rangers in six all along. This is the exact narrative we wanted. We got them right where we want them. Hey, hey, but- Jack. It's Johnny from the Hockey News. Will you find <laughs> my microphone? <laughs> Cody's been doing that for like 10 minutes before we started recording. I'm happy you actually That's exactly that why. If you're watching the video version, that's why I was laughing yeah. in the beginning because Cody was just doing yeah. it before. But yeah, no, that is that is Johnny. Yeah, he's he's just laughing it up with Akira Schmidt after he fucking beat us twice. Hey Akira, what tips did Martin give you? <laughs> like, bro, you think we care what tips Martin gave him? I want to. We haven't tested this guy in two fucking games now. We have like forty shots on goal in two games. Okay, maybe one high danger chance. Okay, Lafreniere, number one overall pick, doesn't know how to use his fucking backhand and misses a wide open goal because he tries doing like. A 360 spinorama zone from a cartoon? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. I mean, that game was just horrible. There's there's no other way to say it. Like the devils were just all over them right from the jump. Jack Hughes, that early goal just sucked the life out of the building. Um I, I don't even know if it did because after that goal, so? there was a massive let's go Rangers chant, and everybody was still going nuts. And then I think after watching the team for a period not know how to skate forward. 
and like literally slipping on themselves. I don't even know what the ice wasn't that slippery because clearly the Devils players weren't slipping sliding, yeah. but we couldn't skate for shit. Okay. Keandre Miller might have fell like four different times. I don't know what he was doing, but I, I don't know, man. I think they, I think it was, it was a trap game. And, and honestly, the Devils, they played the one, two, two the entire game. Yeah. They locked us the fuck down at the blue line. I did not. Dude, we could not get past their blue line for 60 straight minutes because they were playing that one, two, two. And they literally took that out of the fucking Islanders playbook. Uh, remember two years ago when they had that sick defense and they would literally play the one, two, two trap every single game and lock this down. They literally took it out of that playbook and they fucking owned us. Hockey guy, Cody over here. Yeah. Fucking X's and O's. Um, yeah, no, he's right. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. Like even when we had our chance in the offensive zone, we just didn't win the face off. So it was like, we got the puck in, we got our chance, we got our face off and we just didn't win it. We didn't get the possession. That's where, that's where uh, it, it, it trickled down to is that we just didn't have good possession and we, we couldn't Tump keep possession face. because they were just, yeah, we, we, they were oh, just man. all over us. It was crazy. It, the, the flip from one and two to three and four was exactly like polar opposites of each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what's also crazy? When Trocek scored that goal, you, you felt like we were going to win the game. Like yeah. I, was, I was like, wow, this is a game we've gotten dominated on and, and just crushed. And Trocek felt like game five Penguins. Yeah, yeah, no, because remember game four against, or maybe it was the Hurricanes, a game one, uh, no, game two, we got owned, we owned them, but lost, and then game three, they owned us, but we stole a game, remember? And Game, game two, Hurricanes was the shutout, we got shut out in that game. Co- yeah, it was like, it was like two nothing in Carolina. Correct, but we outplayed yeah. them, we outshot yeah. them like by 15 shots, like we outplayed them all game. I don't really remember that game, honestly, so well. There was like a, I was actually at like a Rangers viewing party. Like, they actually was sick. They were giving out like free beer, free food at uh, some place in, in New York. But All right, well, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's not harp on that game too yeah, much, I guess. Let's, let's move forward. What do the boys need to do to get their shit together and, and close this out? Avery, you want to start this one? Yeah, I think they just need to change their approach. Obviously, games one and two, they kind of put the Devils, like you know, they, they surprised them. They came out, they scored 10 goals in two games, and then you come back and you score two goals in, in two games, exactly what the Devils did. And it, mm-hmm. it, I, like I said, polar opposites. Games flipped, and now it's a, it's a retooling type thing. You got two days to watch film, two days to figure it out, get back on the horse, and you just play one game at a time. Well, I think another big difference, too, is the lack of success in the power play. Like, had they scored one power play goal or two power play, you know, I think that's changed the outcome. Like, yeah, but, but they clearly thrive off their power play. Like, that's what gets them going. It's what got them going in game one. It got them going in game two. And when the power play doesn't convert, you know, this is the result we're seeing in games three and games four. So, yeah, I, I think the one positive takeaway and, and something that I think, you know, is something that we can look forward to in game five is, Igor is still, you know, looking for a game. Maybe he could steal. Igor has been great, and you can't Dude, deny Igor's that. Igor's outplayed their team two games in a row. And we, yeah, and we, and we fucking lost two games. So he's been that. the best player in the series, I think, in, in my mind. Um, yeah, you know, for both teams. Yeah. I, I I think for me, it's you know, it's it's now becoming about shutting down Jack Hughes. It wasn't that oh, yeah. games one and two, but now, dude, two two games back to back, he's single-handedly one could argue won his team the game um and i i just think you know he's obviously the focal point of that offense and i we gotta hit him we got like i don't know why when we got soft because games one and two we were lighting everybody up setting the tone and yesterday we did it for about 
three minutes, like the end of that second period. Remember the last four minutes of that yeah, period? Foxy started, actually laid a big yeah, hit on Hughes. Yeah, Fox went off. Like Truba had a big hit. Guys mm-hmm. were they were back to normal, and then all of a sudden it disappeared again. Hughes and, also laid a big hit on Trocheck too. After that, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. If we don't set the tone, and if we don't, you know, use our forecheck, and if we don't get aggressive with these guys, like we're not going to win. It's okay to draw a penalty if it's an, if it's a smart penalty that will energize the team. So I, I think we just need to do that shit and score some goals. And you know, it's it's a weird series though because it's not like I, I still just can't get over the fact like the Devils have scored what five five uh, yep. six goals in four games, six goals yeah. in four games. I mean five and goals, two really. two series. Well, I, the empty netter. You know, I think it was uh, three yeah. one two one, then one one. Correct. So seven goals. Three um, two one one. Yeah. So six yeah. goals. You're right. You're right. No seven. No, but six actual goals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One empty netter. But, like, that's what's weird, right? Like, seven goals in four games, and this series is 2-2. If I told you the Rangers only allowed seven goals in four games, you'd probably think they were up fucking – you'd probably think they'd swept. Yeah, you know? and well, um, well, and and if you told me that they had fucking Mika Zibanejad, Panarin, Kane, and Tarasenko on their team, and Fox, you know, I probably would have called you crazy. But And Kreider. Who, who am I? Who am I? Yeah. Um, but – I think uh, you know we don't want to stay too negative. Should we go into the fan questions or any any final thoughts before we do that? Avery, you've been a little quiet. What's going on in your brain? Yeah, I'm just. It's just tough. Like I, I honestly, I texted you guys after the game, and I just said I don't really even know what I'm going to say on the podcast because you never want to go down like this. But at the same time, it's like we've been here. I said it on the way home to my brother the whole time. I just said I have never in my entire life seen the Rangers win a series in five games. I just haven't. And it's not going to No, happen. dude, Pittsburgh. I Pittsburgh. Have. Yeah. yeah. We beat Pittsburgh in five in like 20... 2017. 17, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Before the Senator series, before we got fucking yeah. upset. Well, then that fucking just goes idiot. to show you how... Well, yeah. <laughs> how do you not idiot. know that, bro? Well, yeah, that just goes to show you how I've like felt Johnny about Johnny Lazarus from the Hockey News. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, that just goes to show you how I felt about the past, you know... 20 years I've been watching the Rangers. It's just, it just doesn't feel that way at least. Like I I guess it's happened and I forgot that obviously, but like if you want to use one against, you know, how many playoff series we've seen, it's just, it's an outstandingly outlying number. So it's just like, it's tough. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Rangers are notorious for loving to make it hard on themselves. Like they cannot make things easy. You know, I I think we could all agree a, a sweep wasn't in the cards most likely, but I don't know. I we were we talking felt, sweep last no, no, no. We felt we felt pretty good about about yeah. them winning in five games. Like once yeah. you're up to uh, you know whatever. But again, you've seen what happened with Tampa. So we just need to flip the you know flip the script, flip the narrative, and 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 get back to our game. Like Gallant has to make a fucking change. Like that you know I know he's not Nexus and O's guy, whatever. But like dude, this is the time when you when you get locked down two games in a row. Like you got to make some change, even if it's like one or two, like putting Mika back on the on the fucking left dot. Make one little switch, like you know, whatever. Just, I, I mean, the kid line hasn't been very effective. Swap that up, like you know, like just do something, do something, do anything. Like now's the time. You know, it's crazy too. Oh, sorry, Avery, you say something. I uh, know. I was just gonna say, like for some reason, I, I don't really like messing with the lines. I don't. I, I just, I have this like mental thought of like how big chemistry is, and you know how, how you can really build off of it. And I just think like. If they just change, like they they won two games with those lines and they dominated in those two games, just change your approach. Like there's ways to change things without having to mess with lines because I think 
they've shown that they can play well together. Like there's yeah. no reason that the devil's just adjusted better. They, yeah. they, they tweak their lines a little bit, but it hasn't been anything. But that's what I'm talking crazy. about. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying get crazy. Like switch, like, I don't know, switch Mott and Lafreniere or something like Lafreniere's been sucked. He's, I, well, he's been... listen, I, I texted you guys this and I noticed this hundred percent that the series changed when Lindy got that chance to start mismatching that. So we were playing our fourth line a lot against the Hughes line and mm -hmm. it was working because our fourth line was actually holding them to, to pretty much nothing. Hughes had his chances, but like they didn't really score. Mm -hmm. The second they matched that Hughes line with the Panarin line, it completely changed the series. The, the, obviously that line is great. We, we know what they're capable of, but at the same time, they're a little inept defensively and, they, and they've and they've struggled defensively. And a guy like Hughes is going to make you pay every single time. And yeah. I think Trocek scored that goal when they were mismatched. I'm pretty sure their uh, the Devils third or fourth line was out there when they scored that goal. So it just goes to show like the the, the coaching right now that there's obviously a little bit of uh, changes that need to be made. But I don't mm -hmm. think I don't think you go too crazy, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm with you. I mean, I, I just want like a swap of the like. Tate, Lef to me, Lafreniere has, has not done much, you know, and the fourth line's been great. Honestly, the fourth line could be argued that it was our best line reward someone and put them on the third and swap them. For yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I was just going to say something crazy too, which I actually like just tweeted out um, last year's playoffs. The Rangers lost two games at home, the entire playoff run mm. and we're Oh, and two to start this playoff off. So mm. I don't know what changed because last year they were money on home ice and, uh, for whatever reason, they just didn't show up. I mean, at least in Game Four, Game Three, they weren't they weren't Lucky. terrible. I thought they were the better team still in Game Three, but last night there was just no excuse. Lucky for us, we're about to play three straight home games, so hopefully we <laughs> have some more chances. But to that point, you guys want to go into some questions because we actually have some good ones, and they're not all negative. Let's do it. All right, so the first one we got from John C. Leo: Will a two-day break be good for the Rangers? Absolutely, I think. 100%. I think normally I would say. I can't take it as a fan for to have two nights off in playoffs. Like mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of Rangers fans are, are mentally taxed right now from just losing these last two. I think not only is it going to be good for the players, but the fans as well. I think, you know, today, obviously everybody is, you know, at the time we record this, it's uh, what's today's date to today's Tuesday. So when this comes out, it'll be Wednesday, but you know, everybody Tuesday was probably a little like depressed and, and, you know, they need to recoup. And I think the players do too. And then, really really get into it Wednesday and Thursday and and come to play that's it that's all I can say is come to play and you know wipe the slate clean at zero zero first to two did you guys see that tweet that I sent to the group chat that guy that tweeted at Vince no I no I I, I work's been crazy today but I I need to catch up on that well so so I just want to read this out loud because this was a wild take but the Rangers had an off day today obviously I think it's much needed they looked really sluggish last night but this guy tweeted off day Athletes making millions of dollars underperforming against an opponent. They had a two nothing series lead and they have an off day. Come make a salary under hundred K a year. Like me with no days off. Something like that guy needs a new job. <laughs> Yo, he, I don't know if he's wrong though. No, what? come on, dude. Yeah. They're, they're they need one. Athletes. No, they yeah. need, they need an off day. They need to regroup mentally. They need to like figure their shit out. And honestly, I don't know about you guys and I don't want them to put this on one guy. But if they do not come to play on Thursday, that's on fucking Gallant. And that and and it might be a bold statement, but I think that's on him because he has this time now as a very good coach and a coach at a possible Stanley Cup to figure your shit out. You have two days and you need to stop this fucking freight train that's that's been coming for us the last fucking two games. Mm -hmm. 
Also, uh, to the point of it benefiting the Rangers, I feel like when, you know, the vibes are really high in the locker room like they are with the Devils right now, you're just so angsty to get back on the ice and get playing again. So Mm -hmm. to have that extra day for them to, like, you know, not be as all fired up maybe might help a little bit. You know, I don't know if that's obviously a stat or anything, but that's just like a vibe that I always got when when hockey was going. Cody's squeezing his stress ball right now. When hockey was going well. So, yeah, I think this is definitely uh, an advantage in, in favor of the Rangers for sure. Avery, you have any thoughts on it? Because I know we uh, skip over you in questions sometimes. No, it's okay. I, I, <laughs> he's a deep thinker, bro. No, I, I am, and I've, I've had time to do a lot of thinking. But at the end of the day, like, they just have to take this break and, and watch film and just, re- like I've been saying, reassess. You just got to – listen, it's a game-to-game thing. It's not like you – you plan it's not like the nfl where you plan all week and you have to watch a ton of film to figure it out like the playoffs are so different like you just got two games you got to figure out how they beat you and then you go back and beat them and it's just like they know that they can do it they've shown that they can do it it's just a matter of fact of going back on the ice playing 60 minutes when you dump the puck have a purpose go get it be the first on pucks that's been the issue is that they you know the last two games they weren't first on pucks whether it was going back into the defensive zone going into the offensive zone but there's really not much more you can you can just sit back and micromanage they just have to do they just have to do their job and they they they've been able to do their job in previous years they didn't get to the Stanley Cup but they did a damn really really damn good job in getting to a position where they gave themselves a chance. And listen, at the end of the day, we just got to hope and pray as fans. We can't go out there on the ice. We just got to have faith. That's it. It all comes down to execution, right? At the end of the day. All right, let's go into the next one. I'm not going to ask all these questions because a lot of them obviously are repetitive on things we've talked about and, you know, whatever. Um, But this is a good one from Bobby Christ one. What player's game have you been happiest with this series and most disappointed in? Capo Caco, no doubt. I, I mean, obviously, Igor is, is the obvious answer, but to me, happiest you're saying? Happiest, yeah. I think yeah, Capo Caco has had a really, really good series. Um, you know, obviously, you'd like to see him score more and, and put up on the point sheet, but I, I think every shift this kid's been taking has been incredibly noticeable. He was fighting tooth and nail yesterday to stay in their offensive zone when nobody else could. So he'd be the guy I'm, I'm happiest with. And, you know, most disappointed, I mean, is, is obviously Mika. I mean, he's he's been pathetic. Um, but if I'm not going to go with the obvious there, I'm going to say Keandre Miller because, uh, you know, he's he's had a pretty disappointing series. I think he's had a lot of sloppy turnovers, and he's just been playing careless, honestly. That's How good, about you guys? That's a good answer, yeah. I mean, uh, do you want me to go, Avery, or you want to go? You go, you go. I'd say happiest, I think, you know, the obvious to me would be Kreider. Um, you know, five goals, four games. Like, I, I think, uh, you know, everyone wanted Kreider to step up once again, and he has. Uh, you know, if it weren't for Kreider, who knows what the series would be right now. Yep. So I'm going to say Kreider for my happiest, and I feel like that's, you know, obviously the the chalk answer, but, you know, we've needed him. So, um, you know, hopefully he can get a big one again in game five. And then I think for me the disappointment, um, man, it's, it's, it's a tough question because – just I'm trying to think like who stood out in a, in a negative way and uh, Lafreniere. Maybe like I no I don't want to say I don't want to say Heedle, but I maybe expected more from Heedle if that makes sense. Um, the kid line's been good. Don't get me wrong. They they they've been really solid at five on five, but I thought they'd maybe have a little bit more of an impact. Um, presence bigger presence. You know, yeah, he, like Heedle quieted down scoring as the season wound down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously going back to last year, we all have this like preconceived notion that he does this playoff performer, which he was last year. So I thought, you know, he, he has a goal in the series, but it was an empty netter. 
So yeah, maybe I just thought Hedl would have a, a goal or two at five and five by now. Um, so I'm gonna say Hedl. Uh, I'm not gonna pick a specific player, but uh, the positive for sure has been the fourth line, and the negative has been everybody but the fourth. Line. <laughs> um, when when I'm serious when I say it, the fourth yeah. line has not only done everything they could to set the tone; they've done their job every single time they stepped on the ice. I've had no issues with them, and I think they they've tried they tried to spark the crowd. They go for big hits. There was one shift where they just came out and they were hitting everything they possibly could. BZ mm-hmm. was chopping at Hughes. Like it was just an all out ready to go brawl. Like he tried to give the top line something to feed off of and they just didn't feed off of it. And I, and I truly believe that the fourth line is doing everything they can to keep us in this series. And I respect every bit of it. And it was, it was fun to watch them. They were, they were really the only thing that like gave me a little bit of juice to think that we could come back and win the game. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a good answer. Some of these questions like, you know, Anthony Gubernail 19, why do we tend to turn down the intensity at home? I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, what, what would you guys say to that? I don't think we we turn down the intensity. I think we just. I think game three, they were just playing too comfortable up to nothing. Like, they weren't desperate. Yeah, they yeah. weren't very urgent. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, had they been sure, down to game nothing, four. Yeah. Game four, no doubt. The intensity was not there by any means. But I, I, I would assume that's to a lack of them not knowing how to skate and literally not being able to skate, you know, in three strides before losing the puck the entire game. It was like, mm. yeah, honestly, it was like a game of fucking Tetris I was watching or something. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think they turned up. I think the Devils turned up. I, yeah. just, I, I don't think we like turned down at all. I think they just turned up and it surprised us and we just didn't adjust well. It's all about mm. adjustments. Yeah. Let's go into the next one from Krasinski. Charlie, what's the one thing we can do better as a collective to get into the zone? Shoot the puck <laughs> to get into the zone. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that last part. I thought I just heard. <laughs> what do you think it said? I, I uh-huh. thought you said what is just one thing we can do better as a team. Oh no, no, to get into the zone. So like, like I mean, to get into to get into the offensive zone. Yeah, those are just like wingers and centers, like switching routes, maybe picking up more speed. Like they were flat floated a lot of the blue line last night. Like think about how many times like Foxy or Keandre made a pass from the D zone to the far blue line on the guy, like the guy on the wall, and they yeah. were standing still and missed the puck. Or, or stop trying to fucking dish it across the neutral zone, like literally across the ice, and and having it be a turnover one in every three fucking possessions. Mm-hmm. Like I, I that happened countless times yesterday. Just careless, careless, like. The one thing I did notice about the Devils is they're playing incredibly tight pressure on the Rangers. Mm-hmm. So even when we're going behind Igor and taking the puck behind the net, like a Devils player is coming after us. And it, it I've noticed in the last two games that they're like their conditioning is is pretty legit because they're playing like right on us, kind of like basketball, like full full court press. Like mm-hmm. that's what they've been. I know you like that basketball reference. I no, it was good. Um, they, uh, that's what they've been doing to us. Like they've honestly been pressing us and it's getting guys nervous. They're throwing away the puck and it's getting fucking taken away. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they just need to be smarter with the puck. That would, that would be my takeaway. Avery, you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. Uh, yeah. I just, like I said, I, I, I got nothing. Next yeah. question. All right. This one, I know this is going to rile the both of you up. Perry Kunavelas is playoff Panarin starting to be an actual concern. I think no. I don't think he's. I know the production's not there, but he's getting chances and he's creating plays and he's making shit happen. It's just not going in. Like he's had, he had three great A's in in game three. We we talked about that last episode. Game four, he didn't have as many opportunities. He had one one timer that um, I think it happened in the first period, a sick play by Fox, like through his legs to Mika, and then like a quick like one touch pass over Panarin, and he got a good one timer off. Uh, yeah. Shmi was there to make the save, but I don't think Panarin. You know, if, if you don't look at production, 
and you're just doing eye tests. I don't think Panarin's been bad at all in this series. No, I know. He's, he's been fine. He's had his chances. He just hasn't been able to put it in the net. And yeah. listen, it happens for everybody. And you mm -hmm. talked about it a little bit in your video, but uh, Mika and Kreider hadn't stepped up that whole Pittsburgh series until towards the end. So it's just like mm -hmm. it happens. Everybody finds their own way, whether it's, you know, in games one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, it doesn't matter. Panarin will find his way. I really believe that. Same. Uh, next one from Drew underscore Snipes. What are three keys for the team to score on tall goaltenders that differ from average ones? Great question. Um, I could take this one if you guys want. Take it. So I think the three keys, obviously, when you when you have a taller goalie, you know you want to shoot lower typically because obviously when you shoot up high, they're going to have a higher chance to smother it. Goalies with the longer legs more likely to give out a rebound. So you know typically when I would come down, you know in my playing days on a taller goalie, I'd aim low. You know, try to go low blocker side typically because the blocker side is the hardest place to make a save. And, you know, as far as these tall guys go, you want to get them moving side to side. You want to open them up. You want to spread them out because they take up a lot of the net. So if they're moving side to side, there is some more open space, um, you know, obviously as opposed to a typical smaller goalie where you actually have room to shoot. Um, so I think the Rangers need to move the puck from side to side. They have to, you know, I know we don't want to see them make pretty plays and make the extra passes, but that's what they're going to have to do to beat Schmid. You know, obviously Trocek scores five hole. Kreider comes down and snipes one on the two on one. But, you know, I think those are, um, particular things like the Trocheck goal, I, I think they need to do more of just getting pucks from the point to the net and having traffic there. Because uh, yeah. if, if they block Shmead's vision, then you know that'll only help. But um, yeah, as far as those, huh? No, sorry, just keep going, and then I'll. Jump. I was just saying, it's just, it's just the, tall, the tall, the tall guys are hard to score on. I mean, you look like Jake Ottinger. Mm. Um, you know, Ben Bishop is another one in the past that was tough to play against, and uh, you know, you got, you got to get these guys moving side to side. That's really the bottom line. Yeah, and there were also a lot of opportunities to put in a rebound, and just nobody was there. And so many for, for them, you notice, and that's why Igor got hurt. Every single time the Devils are coming down the ice, Nico Hishier is crashing the net. Every yeah. single time, it, he maybe did it eight different eight different times last night. And mm -hmm. and you know, I I noticed like we didn't do it once. And Kreider does it on power plays, of course, but I think we need to do it a little bit more. You know, when it's five on five, because. There were three different chances that it passed Schmid and nobody was there to tap it in. Uh, Sammy Hockey, 36. The Rangers winning the battle on the boards is a concern. Can they fix that in game five? That's just compete level. You know, I think the Rangers won most battles in games one and two, um, even game three, honestly. It's just, it's really just compete level. That's not a, you know, strategic thing. It's, it's all about how engaged you are in the game. Um, Agreed. The, the Devils know. had an historic year in their franchise. They weren't going to come into Madison Square Garden and get rolled over. They played their best hockey they could have possibly played, and the Rangers just didn't step up to the plate. Now they know they have mm -hmm. to. Now there's a lot more pressure. Best of three series. Doesn't matter who's got home ice, whatnot. It's been proven that it doesn't matter. Just go out and get a win. That's it. Yep. yep. All right. Next one. Preferably two wins. Yeah. Our boy, MY Rocky 93. What's it going to take for the Rangers to get that killer mentality? Should be up 3-1. I think it's just right now. I think, you know, I, I made the this joke is last game. It's, this is their wake-up yeah, wake call. That's it. I made the joke that it wasn't a must-win. It's a can't-lose. But now this is a must-win. We're in must-win territory. Yeah. And yeah. last year when their backs were against the wall, there was no better team, you know, in, in the must-win territory last year in the playoffs than the Rangers. So that's why I'm fully confident. Like, their backs have been against the wall in these positions before, and they've always overcome the adversity. So, um, you know, I think that killer mentality starts right now and starts going into game five. Agreed. Nothing. 100%. Right. Uh, no, no, yeah, 100%. Okay. Hundo P, bro. 
Jonathan, Cody, this is your boy, right? Cody, I think this is your boy, Jbo two seven two seven. My boy, he's your boy too, bro. I'm gonna tell him you fucking our boy. Yeah. Well, you said why is Kane not in the fourth line? <laughs> it's yeah, I mean it's it's valid, but don't tell Avery. No, no, I'm it's kidding. not. No, he's, he's been, yeah. He's been, yeah, no, it's not valid at all. Um, he's not on the fourth line because he's a guy who can literally change the dynamic of the game on one possession when the puck is in his hand stick. But he hasn't done that a couple games, and you know you see the result. Like, but it's not just a him thing. The whole fucking team got shut down. I mean, I I don't know if there were three players yesterday that that played the game well, like. I, I it to me I say Igor and Kako and that's it. I don't think anybody yeah. and you know if you want to say one of the fourth liners like Mott played whatever but like we're not settling for fine. We want we mm-hmm. want good games out of these guys, especially our producing guys like Kane, Tarasenko, Kreider, Zibby. Uh, you know, we just need more from all of them. And I, I think it, it it's a collective effort and and you really can't just point to one guy there. It's like it's a team thing. And and yeah. Igor's been Fucking gem after gem, and, and you don't want to seem waste anymore. So, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, group um, effort. That's it. Cody's right. It takes it takes a team to win the game. It's not going to be one individual effort. It takes everybody. It's every every guy on the bench has to do their job. All right, I'm gonna skip over a few here just because they're a little repetitive. How but many this do we one's have from we've got 175. Six, six left. Six there, I mean, left. Well, there was a lot. I'm trying to skip through. Uh, so this is Willie White, 17. Other than Truba, who's giving the team a talk and hyping them up? I would say it's going to be Kane and Tarasenko. That's why they're here. You know, I, I could see Patty Kane stepping up and saying Kreider. something. Kreider. I don't know. I feel like Kreider is not much of a speaker. Mm, okay. I don't know. That's just Kreider. gut. I mean, I'm not in the rooms. So that's just gut feeling. You know. I agree with Johnny. I feel like that's why they're here. You know, to uh to help teach and help these situations. This is okay. So this is an interesting one. Brandon Rising. Will Shesterkin want out if they don't advance? I say definitely not even a thought. That's, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That's, do we even have to answer that? That's no, no, I guess no not. Fact, no. Okay, so I'll just we'll, we'll skip to this last one. This is Adam Monty twenty seven. He wrote, "Yikes! Game five must win now." <laughs> was game was game four the worst playoff performance in years? Yes. Uh, yeah. Said. I I for, first and foremost, like we we've only played like you know, one year of, of playoff games in, in the past, I don't know, since 2017. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember a game where we played worse, maybe in 2014. When well, we had are, are we just talking home games? games? No, in general. Like that I think was, back to game four, game four against Pittsburgh last year, that like no, seven, two routing, they dude, were no, fucking ass. No, this game was worse, dude. I'm telling you, man, like a score aside, Bro, I don't know what I was watching for 60 minutes. They could not skate. It was like it, it was literally like watching the bad news bears. Like pucks were going <laughs> past them. Dude, they were like kicking it back to the fucking bad news bears. And, That's a wild yeah. reference. I mean, I mean, dude, like pucks were going past them. They were kicking it to the point. The it was going through their legs. Like I, I you can't make that shit up. The only guy mm. who came to play is Igor. And Igor was like Billy Bob Thornton trying to get the boys, you know, <laughs> back back to uh back to the, the normal cells. Well, maybe maybe swigging a drink in between periods who knows but you know I, I i yeah exactly i think uh yeah i mean to me that was that was the worst that was honestly might have been the worst playoff game i've i've ever been to ever since well the, the, the tampa the tampa game that we yeah, lost i was thinking tampa game well, i was there i was there i was yeah. there yeah no that yeah that that's probably right there but it was a tough one for sure yeah. it was yeah. it was not fun to be yeah. there and the prices were probably 12 times as much as that tampa game was 
Yeah. Uh, uh, no, Tampa was Eastern Conference Finals. Well, actually, yeah, Tampa was like yeah. to go to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's um, fucking idiot. Yeah, you moron. <laughs> uh, all right, that's gonna do it for fan questions. I feel like I'm just like. <laughs> I feel like we're punishing Avery this entire time. He just looks so upset the whole recording. <laughs> I'm wrong. He's ready man. to fucking. You would think you if you see nah, you're Avery's, watching Avery's this, you would think I like came die hard on the show. It. You're you're the biggest die hard on the show. It's not even a question. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I guess do we want to give our game five prediction or uh or just just wrap it up and and Ran- Rangers Rangers win that is the game five prediction because if they lose the series is over. They're they're not winning in seven. I I can't see them winning in seven if they lose the game. It's if they win the game, they're gonna win the series and they're gonna win it in fucking six because that's what my boys do. And that's Avery? they're winning in seven, brother. Uh, I really just <laughs> think that the script is just the script's brother. so obvious. Yeah, so obvious. Like that that is Rangers in seven. Yeah, because first of all, oh, I've dude, never seen funny. I've never seen a flip flop like that ever. Yeah, you score ten goals, let up two. And you only score two in the next two, both uh, on the road and then back at home. Yeah. It just didn't. It just didn't sit right with me. I, I had a feeling there was some, there's something up. So I think that um, the Devils win in Game Five, and I think the Rangers win in Game Six, and then also win in Game Seven. I think the Rangers take both. I said Rangers and six to start. I said Rangers and six to start, and I'm sticking to my guns. Likewise, okay. likewise. And uh, I would love nothing more than to do the camp. Can't win in six if you if you don't lose. I, two. I don't want you to ever do a pun again. Like let's just leave it at as Johnny. You're good at some things, not I many things, out. but some should things. I, should I cut that? No, out? don't cut it out. No, I'm no, just no, joking. No, no more puns, dude. No more. Uh, but yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up for today's episode. We're gonna record again on Friday for the episode Saturday before Game Six. Dude, what's um, on your face? Oh, never mind. It's just your nose. All right, keep going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess we'll we'll talk about it Friday, but maybe we'll do some kind of meetup again for Game Six if the Rangers win Game Five. Um, yeah, it, it all depends on the vibes. But um, if they win, I'll hang out. I promise. Okay, cool. And if they if they don't win Game Five, I'm sure we'll all uh, tuck we ourselves watch away. Game, and we watch can watch Game six. six together and fucking hold hands. Although last year when they were down three to two against the Penguins, that Game Six watch party was fucking awesome at the Thirteenth Step, Cody. Was that game six or game five? Yeah, that was game six. That was when they came oh, back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like, that was unreal. But but the difference was we had a game of momentum and, and yeah. we were a little like, all right, maybe there's a chance. Like yeah. it's literally two teams. <laughs> that was, I don't know the way you said that. I don't know why that sounded so funny to me. Maybe yeah. there's a. You sounded like like uh, I don't know some kind of actor. Maybe sorry. Continue. Yeah, I get that a lot. But um. Yeah. No, that's it. I mean, let's let's fucking do this thing and let's let's close these fuckers out and. When you let a fly linger too long, they they uh they just fucking go in your mouth. That's it. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't even that. Jesus, I don't even, was that? I don't even know what I was trying to say, but just you know, when when you just let say a LFGR, fly, let's end this thing. All right, LFGR, baby. <laughs>
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.